free. It's free. That's the most important <laughs> thing right now because we're only into episode eight. Welcome here at slash you. Welcome to episode eight. Listen to Andy. That's the truth. Welcome. We welcome you tonight at slash you. Mm-hmm. We are proud to present mm-hmm. another fun horror-filled movie with a couple big names. <laughs> yeah, a couple big names. Jamie Lee Curtis. Leslie Nielsen's Leslie in this Nielsen. one. Of Naked Gun fame. Yes. Um, but of course, I'll dive into it. For some of you who don't know, we are Slash You. I am Nick. And I'm Andy. And we like to talk about slasher movies specifically made between the years 1977 and 1988. Yeah. Uh, those uh, when movies really meant something. Yeah. It's a real treasure trove of slasher movies for sure. Yes. During that, during that time frame. And I, uh, Prom Night, 1980. Yep. One hour, 32 minutes. I thought this had a... It's a slasher must-see. If you're a a slasher movie horror fan, must-see. Yeah, that's... We watched it on Amazon Prime. It's free with ads. I gotta be honest, there weren't that many ads. And when there were ads, they were two minutes long. So give me a chance to grab a beer or go to the bathroom. Uh, or you can rent it for a dollar ninety nine. I got it free because I have a Shutter subscription. So there you if you go. have a Shutter subscription, you can get it for free. Yeah. No ads. Well, I believe the description on Amazon did call it a horror or a slasher essential. It had everything. Right. It, it had everything. Um, very uh, fun, provocative boobs and butts. <laughs> um, it had booze. It had buds like yep. smoking and blood. Yep. I mean, it was kind of the first one I thought stereotypes. That touched... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. First was... one. That it's touched on what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, it's it's the first one that touched on like a lot of the specifics that I like when it comes to these kind of slasher, okay. fun, campy movies that we thoroughly enjoy and watch. Sure. So that uh, you can watch them or you don't have to. Yeah. But know this. Know this. Absorb it. <laughs> Sniff it. We do spoil it. Yeah, we're going to go over everything. We'll spoil the entire movie. So. Well, why don't we go ahead and get on... Uh, Andy, why don't you go ahead and do your... Cliff kill notes. Cliff, the cliff kill notes for this week. <laughs> it's gonna get worse every every episode. Cliff kill notes. Um, so uh, all I, all I mean to do here is set up the basic story for folks, so you kind of can follow along with what we're gonna be talking about for the next hour or so. <clears throat> this movie is about it's a tragedy that leaves a little girl dead is covered up by the four child witnesses who were there when it happened. Then we flash forward to six years later, it appears that those four kids are being targeted by a masked killer at their prom. Thus the name Prom Night. Plus, at the same time, we are dealing with a jealous ex-girlfriend who's plotting for revenge against her ex-boyfriend and the prom queen, along with the school bully. And at the same time, there's a subplot where the cops are looking for a deformed, escaped sex offender uh, who they are uh, blaming on the original death of that little girl six years prior. So a lot of elements going on here. A lot of and, lot of elements, but, but a lot it's of, fairly easy to follow. Very easy to follow. Yeah. That said, I think there's some great points that give nods to some great movies that that uh, we've enjoyed recently. Yes. Or movies from the past. Uh, Carrie, the yep. revenge plot at a prom. I know what you did last summer from which, the '90s. From the '90s yeah. again, kind of like, hey, we know what you did a while ago. Now it's coming back to haunt you. Yep. Scream. Yep. I believe that the killer was kind of clumsy. I, yep. I always thought that was great about the movie Scream. Yep. One of the greatest slash movies that come out, like in my opinion, since like these cheesy ones. Like it was a good Scream was a good horror movie, but enough about that. Yeah. But the killer, because it showed that the killer wasn't this uh, like experienced, good at it. Yeah, yeah. Jason Voorhees, like <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah, like can lift a fucking car. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. This is obviously somebody who's 
you're new to killing yeah you're, and, and therefore not very good at it <laughs> yes so yeah there are but hey what about add a little saturday night fever because there's great, that too there's some great uh disco in uh there. right made 1980 directed by paul lynch uh this is is it disco's prime would you, i don't think it's or is disco on the way out i think it's on the way out then yeah but it's still pretty prevalent in this probably, movie yeah but again probably filmed in 1979 so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a 1980 movie um, disco was king i i dig the soundtrack uh, in this movie there's some pretty catchy cool they music they used real disco oh but before it went to print they realized that they didn't have the money Mm-hmm. to pay these people that sang the disco songs. So what the music producer, music supervisor had to do, make up these songs that sound similar to the ones they already had in mind without getting sued. So that disco song, like... It's a sound-alike. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, enough to where they won't get sued. So I gotcha. Well, that makes sense. That way it teases you. Your, your brain sort of says, like, I find this familiar, and therefore I like it. Yes. But it's not... A copy of the song that you know it's a sound alike you can hear some remnants like one of the songs mm-hmm. that they're dancing to while the killer's running around again we're fast forwarding before yeah. we jump into the movie yeah. um it sounded like a, that uh, it's weird i can't get it in my head now but it sounded like a uh, one of those you go to a disco party yeah like bg's popped in yeah my yes yeah great call a lot of the bg's uh gloria gaynor yeah um you know that's what kind of reminded me because a lot of the female uh, the these singers within these songs are female. Yeah. Not Gloria Stefan, for those of no, you uh, no. taking notes at home. There is some good choreographed dancing as well that's, in this movie. That's how I slash yeah. you award for this movie. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Slash you, you award for best <laughs> choreography. We'll, we'll, uh, let's just name a few of like the main characters so that when sure. we, start, we start talking about the scenes and stuff and things we liked or didn't like, people know what we're talking about. So you have um, Principal Hammond is played by Leslie Nielsen, uh, and Kim Hammond is his daughter, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Those are two of our main characters in this movie. We've also got uh, Nick Nick McBride is a character, Wendy Richards, uh, Alex Hammond, who plays Kim Hammond's younger brother. Mr. Sykes is sort of the groundskeeper janitor at the school. Lou, Lou Farmer. Lou. He's Fuck the, Lou. He's the bully, the school bully. There's Drew. Unibrow, motherfucker. Yeah, there's uh, Drew Shinnick, who plays Kelly's boyfriend, very small part. Kelly Lynch. Uh, Lieutenant McBride is our token cop. Um, and we have uh, Jude Cunningham is another one of the Did you get kids. Kelly? Uh, yes, Kelly Lynch. So That's where we should start off. Yeah, it's, it's start these... out the movie with our, uh, the, the, the opening scenes of the movie are four kids playing in an Five. abandoned building. Five kids. Five playing kids in, running around playing in a building. In an abandoned building. It looks like it's an abandoned school. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. It's an abandoned school. And, a, and I thought they were playing hide-and-seek, Andy, but to me it's, it's pretty not, messed up hide-and-seek. It's and a seek. game where it's like people are kind of chasing each other around going, kill, kill, kill. Yeah. It's creepy as fuck. It's like Children of the Corn rated G, you know, like but just Children of the Corn look like it's rated G. Like this thing already starting out with gives me kind of the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. These kids are running around going, and and that's what they're screaming as they're instead of saying "Ready or not, here I come," they scream, uh, "The killer's, the killer's coming. coming! Yeah, killer's gonna get you!" Right. And the four kids that are, or five kids that are playing this game, are Jude. Yep. She's kind of the bossy type. Then Kelly, who's got the pigtails. Yep, she's a real skinny, scrawny girl. Yeah, Nick, who... Uh, the only the, boy. Only boy, baseball mm-hmm. cap motherfucker. And then uh, Wendy. Wendy, who's the bossy one, I thought. Wendy's sort of the lead, yeah, the leader of this little pack. It, it's uh, sort of like, like I said, hide-and-seek. The person who's it is the killer. Mm-hmm. And as that person finds uh, other people, 
those people join the killer in looking for the people who are still hiding. You go from one person looking and four people hiding to... Did you follow that part? That as she yes. found a kid, then that kid joined her, and now it's killers. Are yeah, it's coming. like zombies. Yeah. Like, yeah, they turn them into zombies. Yeah. Like, when do you graduate from shoots and ladders to this fucking game? Like, it's. <laughs> I never played this game when I Go was. Go play a kid. outside. <laughs> Go play outside and uh, pretend you're going to kill your friends. But as the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These little kids are running around, and then uh, the uh, Kim Hammond, uh, her younger siblings, Alex and Robin. Uh, are walking home, presumably presumably from school or somewhere, and they come upon the abandoned school with the, where the other kids are playing. They see Nick outside walking yeah. along, and Robin calls out to him. Yeah, and he's like, shh, be quiet, because he's hiding. And Jamie Lee Curtis's character, a, a child at this point, Kim says, oh, I forgot my geography book. I got to go back. She goes back. Alex and the younger brother and Robin are supposed to continue on home. Alex is like, fine, if you're not going to come home, I'm going home. And Robin goes into the school to play with these she wants kids. to play. She wants to play, Sweet and little girl. her little brother Alex says, "Like they don't want, they don't want you as part of your game." And she's like, "No, I want to go in." And um, Alex walks off. Yeah, Robin Alex, goes in. Right. Um, starts looking for everyone. Yeah. Um, again, this is when we have Wendy, who's the bossy type, kind of collecting the killers, and you know, coming to get you. She's it. She's it. So she's coming to get you. Right. And um, we, Robin, finally is running around the building, and she finally meets up with Nick. Yeah, he's hiding. He is like, shh, you're ruining everything. Yeah. The rest of the group. She makes some noise or bangs something, drops something. The rest of the something. group finds him. Yeah. And then they start picking on her. Right. She's running, and they're all sort of swarming her. Killer! Killers, Killer. are Killers, Killers are coming. Killers are coming. And this poor girl, Robin's running away around the different parts of the this abandoned school, and they just, they're relentless. They do not give up. I don't understand why they don't just tag her and say, boom, game over, next yeah. round. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> You're it. We You're found it. you. You're it. Yeah, but they keep, they keep, they corner her in a hallway up against a, a window. The killer is coming. The... the killer is coming. Yeah, and she falls backwards out of the window, dies to her death. It's a two-story fall, and um, she lands on a. But she lands on the broken glass uh, of a, yep. which I think is very symbolic. The glass. The yeah, it the comes up later dies. in the movie. Yes. Yep. We see a figure stand over her, like a shadow, and it quickly... Right, somebody walked up. The other four kids immediately... Nick is like, we gotta call somebody. Not me. Not this Nick. Uh, Our Nick. No relation. Um, (laughs) Call back to a different episode. And uh, Wendy, the the sort of lead little girl, is like, are you crazy? We'll go to jail. They'll think it's our fault. We have to swear not to tell. And she swears them all the secrecy. Typical Wendy. She swears them all... These kids gotta be like 11 or 12 years old. Yeah, 10. Uh, we know Robin was 10 because it shows up on her gravestone. Yes. 1964 so maybe to 11 or 12. So sorry. Yes. So yeah, so they must be 11 or 12 because they all go away on their bicycles and they they keep it secret. And we flash forward to six years later. We see Robin Ann's gravestone, 1964 to 1974. So it's the six years later. There. It's now 1980. The whole family's there. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is the father. Then we see a grown-up version. It's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. It was Kimberly... Her- Yep, Hammond. Kim Hammond, her younger brother Alex Hammond. Got the, Alex got that fat perm, P H A T. He's got that. He's got that perm. The sweet 1980s perm. He's got this permalicious. But yeah, then the and mom, their mom, their Vivian. moms, their mom's obviously never been the same. She's yes. rocked with grief. From I noticed the death that of her. too. She yeah. is. So are we to assume that Jamie Lee Curtis is the oldest sibling? I'd say by Alex a year. Alex is the youngest, and this Robin girl who died is the middle. 
didn't you say before we hit record Robin and Alex are twins? It was in the made for TV movie. They took some scenes out, but in this they left this scene in mm-hmm. when uh, Mr. Hammond, Leslie Nielsen's character, is talking to a police officer. Mm-hmm. It is revealed that Robin and Alex are twins. Okay. So we're to because you brought up a good point when they're um, when they're separating or when they're walk when they walk up to the uh, abandoned school. They are kind of dressed alike. Right. That's a we're twin in... That's a twin thing. Yeah, that's kind of how things were that's done. Happened. If you're a twin, you're going to dress like your significant brother or sister. Well, if you're identical twins, you do it just to mess with people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I dated a twin once. But if crazy. you're fraternal, boy, girl, it's harder to do that, uh, to mess with people. Wait. Um, <laughs> but the whole family's at the grave, and that's yeah. what we're kind of setting up. Yeah. We know their high school age. Right. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, or... I'll call her Kimberly and her brother Alex. Again, picking up Vivian. We gotta go, and we're I, we're getting ready for we're getting ready. But what we assume it's called prom night, right? So getting I guess we're getting prom. ready for prom. But we know we're gonna meet the other characters. The, the, yeah. we're gonna meet the young Jude, the young Kelly, the young Nick, or I'm sorry, the old Kelly. Grown up, six the, years. The grown up, six years versions later. Versions of those yeah. little we know that fuckers that were running around playing the kill game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna see that, but we have to kind of <laughs> dissect the killer. Yeah, who has this. Uh, rotary throne and you know it's a guy because of his voice but you see a shadow of him and he's a creepy guy and he's kind of doing that i know what you did last summer yep. thing you know where it's very interesting and there's a lot of close-up shots of the phone mm-hmm. his finger dialing it he's holding a pencil and he's got names. names on a list uh and they're the names of our four kids who mm-hmm. covered up the the death and he's going down the line calling each of them calls jude first right hello jude that's my jude yeah. hello and he's like <laughs> jude Prom, like prom night are you gonna come out and play again yeah and she's like oh fuck and she yeah. gets kind of scared hangs up and she kind of just says it's a, it was a creeper call a crank inappropriate call. call crank call whatever um but that's when as, as the viewer you're like oh shit yeah things are about to happen <laughs> and uh he calls uh kelly doesn't he does he call kelly next the other yeah, little but, girl yeah no he calls uh kelly before we get to the Kelly call, uh, I believe it's Jude mm-hmm. kind of takes off. Oh, she goes to school. She goes to school. If I'm not mistaken, it's Jude. Yeah, and she's she, walking to school and meets. She meets Seymour Crane. Slick. Also, slick. In like, his... it's so rad to see the fat Jewish kid in a dope van. This guy's got a killer van. <laughs> He's out of nowhere. And yeah. He, she's just walking down the street to school, and he pulls up in his van. Hey, beautiful. You, you get the impression at first that she knows it, or he knows her. But she doesn't. Yeah, he's she's, just, she's he's like, can I give you a ride? You know, and she's just like, I don't even know you. <laughs> it's a night of prom, and yeah. they fall in love. They like, call right me away. slick. They yeah. call me slick, and you know, and she's. I, I thought it was gonna flirts, be some cr- Yeah, flirts with him, and and she's just like, okay, but I'm going straight to school. Yes, you know, no time for anything else. And he's just like, all right, and she jumps in this windowless van with this guy. <laughs> This this great. I mean, he becomes he becomes my favorite character. Yeah, he is. He's like a you know not specifically part of the the yeah. story. Yeah. But what a great. I mean, he's just a fun. You get to love him, and you get to learn that he's a fun guy. Well, he, he honestly kinda, cares about Jude. Right. He kind of seems like a nerd. Yeah. But, but he woos her very quickly. Oh, and he's got a dope. Please watch the it's movie. It's a sweet van. It is. And for then, it didn't. Did it have like red velvet? Yes. On the seats, the upholstery. Seventy-seven Chevy, I believe. <laughs> that was uh, like some great stripes, pinstripes down. Kind of like an like A-team a, looking van. Yeah, and the uh, the bulbous window mm-hmm. like at the end, like I don't know. What like the, the aquarium term. looking whatever yeah. window near the at back, but otherwise windowless. 
definitely a in any other context molester van you know yeah. was, if but, it was a little older a little rusted out you would have been like holy shit this is yeah, this is slick this is slick, slick sanctuary yeah slick sick sick slick with this with a badass van <laughs> um he is so jude gets in the car with them they take off yep then we kind of do hop into kelly's house kelly was the one if we remember with the pigtails right she was the, uh, yep yeah the, the little one that was running around um she gets, she gets the call she hears the voice like hey kelly yeah. yeah you're going to prom and it's gonna be your like last one it's a creepy voice i'm not doing yeah. it right no you're doing it it's raspy and yeah. creepy and that's yeah, pretty much yeah. how it sounds yeah, yeah. like this kind of yeah <laughs> sorry you're it's very uh, it's neutral you're like is this a is this a dude calling like what who is who is this calling do they have a problem with their throat maybe yeah it's like, asexual but the yeah. but the shadow does show me a male yeah yeah i could get behind that but again it does leave it up and like andy said uh, uh participation perception uh-huh. precipitation no per- it's not raining yeah perception perception thank you yeah, that it's, um it's a guy calling doing it's this. a guy calling so <clears throat> kelly freaks out and she thinks it's drew her boyfriend and she goes hey drew yeah and drew comes up holds her and says baby it's okay mm-hmm. she's like he was a creepy voice and he's like you probably liked it he's all deep breathing and like and, you know a boyfriend's supposed to comfort you he's like i bet you liked it yeah let me touch your boobies you know kind of we learn also throughout this movie that kelly is thinking about sort of giving it up to drew on yeah, prom night yeah. so that's he's... the mindset between those two drew drew knows that he's uh he's hopefully getting laid soon for the first time <laughs> and kelly's hopefully uh looking at obviously losing her virginity on prom night to her boyfriend drew so drew. that's that's the, the the relationship between those two uh in this movie drew does come off as kind of a the jock stereotype if i'm a second kind of like a, a jerk yeah, a little bit. He doesn't he's have only, a big part, but yeah. No, and he's only in it for uh, Jude's boobs. Couple I mean, of scenes, yeah. He's Kelly's just, boobs, not Kelly. Jude. Yeah, he's just in it to to yeah to bang Kelly, which is unfortunate. And it's <laughs> yeah, because it, uh, you re- what really sucks uh, before we go back into the the storyline. And yeah. I don't know if you agree. Um, besides Wendy, I really start to like the characters, and I know what they did was wrong, mm-hmm. but I feel like they were forced to do what they did is by because of Wendy, who was the boss, who was the leader, and these are just kids, so they get scared and they ran off. I don't think that, and it's so weird because these people, Wendy, Jude, Kelly, mm-hmm. Nick, they're mm-hmm. all friends with, I mean, Alex, but Kim, you know. They're friends with Kim, yeah, Kim and Alex, who's the, 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 their sister yes. died, you know. So these four, that's the, another fucked up part, in my opinion. These whole four kids been... are friends with the siblings whose sister died, and they all witnessed it. They were all actually the cause of it. Yes, and, and there's... And that's, I, ugh. And that's where we get to Nikki. <laughs> makes me feel gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny, though, how the story goes on, because then we get to Nikki's house. And I, I say Nikki, Nick, because that's what I... People in my family still call me Nikki. Oh, so okay. I kind of like when his dad said, hey, Nikki, let's hurry it up. Right. They live uh, in an apartment and they're getting ready to leave for the yeah. day. Yep. And um, the phone rings as they're walking out. And he thinks it's his Wendy who he's like, dad, I broke up with her. She wants me mm-hmm. to go to prom with her. I'm not going to answer it. Right. So the phone rings, keeps ringing. Yep. And dad says, oh, I thought you were going out with that Hammond girl. Yes. Him. And he's like, yeah, I am. And the dad's like, principal's daughter, huh? That's where we learn that Kim Hammond and Alex Hammond are the principal's kids. Kids, yes. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting on with the principal's daughter. 
And I, it, that storyline was good to pick up, Andy, because I didn't right away because there was one scene where they're proclaiming each other's love for each other. I was like, wait, I mean, how long have they been dating? And yeah. and I know that Wendy still carries a torch for Nick, Yeah. but uh, that's over. But so then we just uh, have a quick flashback to where we find out about the character Leonard Merch. You want to remember who Leonard Merch was? Oh, the convicted sex offender. Or yes. Sex offender. Yeah, so the... Six years ago, when Robin, when Robin Hammond died, uh, falling out the two-story window, uh, her her death was attributed to a sex offender who was a known sex offender at the time living in that area. Everyone sort of assumed that this guy approached her, tried to molest her at the school, and she must have ran or fought back, and that's how she fell out the window. So that's just a little subplot of this movie. The cops had gone after this this man, Leonard. We bothered the fuck out of him. And, and yeah, and he harassed um, him. Harassed him, and uh, he at one point was on it. I guess this is told in a real brief flashback, yes. but he must have just been on a, a vehicle chase with the police, and he over his car overturned and lit on fire because they show him sort of climbing out of this overturned car, and he's on fire and, and rolling over in the grass and stuff. And they catch him. He's committed to a, to a mental institution, badly burned and disfigured. And now here we are, six years later. He supposedly has broken out, right? And, and, and took it, taken a nurse from the mental hospital. Kid, took a nurse a hostage, hostage, and took her, her, took her car, an old, a beat to up, escape. a beat up VW Bug, to escape. Yeah. So we're on the lookout for. And Leonard Merch doesn't want to be seen because here's why: he's disfigured as fuck. I mean, we're talking about third degree burns all over his body, and that's mm-hmm. what uh, we're kind of. Learning and, and the cops uh, this, point that out. Yeah, he can't blend into a crowd. He's got burns all over his body. Yeah, and yeah. he's in a uh, beat up VW Bug. Mm-hmm. Very easy to find out about. So, we that's what Andy was calling a subplot, kind of thrown in. Yep. And uh, to kind of make the viewer think, it's a red herring. There you go. As a viewer, you're supposed to think this Leonard guy is the killer who's going after these kids. But are you? I think that they mean for well, that. They, of course they do, but and the viewer's going to know it's uh, not him. Well, our listeners are very smart. There's no way they would fall for that shit. All three of you out there? Yeah. Thanks for taking a break from your true crime uh, podcast uh, uh, and giving us a listen. Appreciate it very much. Uh, <laughs> I believe there's probably an episode somewhere about Leonard and his, you know, well, and his another, crimes. Yeah, I mean, because he was a known sexual offender, but they yeah. said, even when they were doing the flashback, they said he was. He, he wasn't accused, but he was living clean. Yeah. You, the cops started harassing him, and so he was just—he yeah. couldn't take it. He was like, yeah. "I'm clean." Yeah, that's when I kind of knew, like, "Dude, this isn't the guy." And they had no other explanation for for Robin's death. Well, they yeah, they were just grabbing at right. straws or whatever. Right, yeah. right. And so this guy was an easy target. So it, it, throughout this movie, he's on the run, and they're looking for him, and they're thinking that he's guilty of the the death of robin back then but also now pursuing her on the on the hunt for these other kids maybe some other kids at the high school that sort of thing so yeah and we then after they kind of do the flashback for uh, our character leonard merch yeah we kind of go back to our uh four original slayers the four <laughs> fucking uh killers of robin Little jerk kids well the the jerk kid that i thought was the biggest jerk kid was wendy so now we kind of wendy are getting wendy richards wendy richards who used to date nick now she doesn't right you can kind of tell that she's already kind of a uh a dick because like i think her grandma or mom's like hey uh you know oh i assumed it was their cleaning lady oh what 
maybe, but because she she drives a Corvette, she yeah. looks kind of rich. You know, again, she's, a, she's the Lisa she's Turtle. She's a stereotype. The Le- yeah, the uh, large she's a stuck up. She's a stuck up rich uh, stereotype. She's like, chick. what time That's are you going to be home? The grandma says, and she's yeah. like, who the hell knows? Like, yeah, you know, fuck off. <laughs> but when she gets the call, she gets the call from Wendy. Are you going to come out and play? On prom? Yep. Yep. She's like, fuck off, Lou. So then I'm automatically, I'm like, well, who in the hell is Lou? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't wait to meet Lou. I call him old unibrow Lou. Yep, he had a unibrow, didn't Horrible. he? Horrible. You know, I mean, dude, it was seriously <laughs> like, you know. Last week's episode, we described George Clooney's eyebrows. It's two Wolverines. Two Wolverines fucking. fucking. Lou, it's one eyebrow. Very yeah. clean cut, one eyebrow. It's a Wolverine masturbating. Yeah, maybe like a human centipede. If the human centipede went as a caterpillar for fucking Halloween. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they are yeah. locked together. Lou dude. is an ugly guy. Do you think he grew that out for this movie, or does that make up? Great story about Lou. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Half-Baked with Dave Chappelle? Uh-huh. Do you remember the character, I forget his the actor's name, but he's the one in prison they're trying to save? Okay. He kills a horse. Okay. He gives the, he's stoned, so he starts feeding the horse. Yeah. The horse falls over and dies, and the cop who owns the horse is our actor Lou. Oh, he's in Half Baked. He is. Yes. Fun story about Lou. Well. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to fall on Unibrow <laughs> Lou. Uh, I think it's funny how he just smokes in the hallway. Yeah, he's right there at school, just smoking a cigarette. So that is Lou. That's the one who they thought was, you know, like calling, calling yeah, Wendy. Pranking. Wendy thought it was Lou. So. Yeah. He's the jokester. He's the fucking stoner. He's the school bully. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So that's when I kind of find out, wait, Jude's friends with, you know, all of Robin's killers, you know, the people that pushed Robin off the edge, I should say. Yeah. And we realized that Nick and Wendy are really kind of falling apart because Nick and Kimberly are becoming an item. Right. Robin's older sister, Kimberly Hammond. Yep. And Nick who was one of the protagonists of the death, yep. are now hot and heavy and they're touching a couple. boobs. And yeah. they're, they're going to prom, and we learn they, they are going to be king and queen of prom. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That was a big part of this, too. Big part of it, the uh, because they are getting ready for prom. Yeah. Disco madness. We know that the prom theme was disco madness. And Wendy, Wendy the stuck-up uh, rich bitch, doesn't take no for an answer. And she is not happy that Nick tries to break up with her. And so she's not accepting of it. You know, she smooches him in the hallway. And, of course, Kimberly's like, what was that? And he's like, I broke up with her. You know? <laughs> like, Whatever, yeah, it's bullshit. like Nick is trying to tell Wendy to piss yeah. off in, yeah. so many, yeah. in so many ways. but uh, She's not having it. They flash forward to the cops, Lieutenant McBride again. Yep. After uh, we have the hallway scene where all the, you know, we meet Lou and uh, Wendy and uh, the whole gang's together. Yep. We do find out that the nurse who, Lou Merchant, I guess. Leonard. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, kidnapped. Yeah. She is found at the same school where Robin died. The same abandoned school from the beginning of the movie. Leonard Merchant took this nurse hostage, took her there and killed her. They, we know that revenge is, is a tactic now because the, the subplot or the, the red herring, as uh, Andy calls it, great point. Uh, he is, Merchant is pissed at the town. Yeah. He is angry because he was wrong, he believes, wrongly accused of yeah. Robin's death. The cops did him wrong. Yep. The people, the community, the whole town. Yeah. Hey, so, man, once a sex offender, always a sex offender. That's he, just how it goes. He, but he takes off. I mean, they find the nurse's body. Yeah. We. You know, again, spoilers come in this, in yeah. this uh, podcast. 
Welcome to Slash U. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where did Leonard? I'm pronouncing that name right. Yep, Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Where did he go? That's kind of the last we've heard of him. Well, yeah, they're basically on. Um, I keep saying basically. I'm sorry, but they're on the hunt for him throughout well, the whole movie. I mean, even the um, even the the Lieutenant McBride is stationed at the school during prom on the phone with his fellow men looking for Leonard throughout the whole movie uh, until closer to the end. They find him 50 miles away. 50 miles away, and they arrest him. You know, so that's when uh, you know that's when uh, Lieutenant McBride's like, "I'm gonna enjoy the rest of prom." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. But, but we already know that the killer's there, so it's yeah. At that point, we know that it's not Leonard; it's somebody else. Believe me, if you're a fan of these flicks like we are, you already know he's. Like that's the other thing I liked about this too. And I was watching it with my fiance from the beginning. You're trying to guess who's the killer, you know. And a lot of these movies are like that. It's fun to just be like, all right, who's the killer? And you see different people, and you, and after a while and after multiple viewings and multiple movies, you can kind of see where they're trying to mislead you and think this one's the killer and maybe that guy's the killer. Or So it's fun to just guess. Exactly, because the killers always have a backstory yep. besides the movie of Madman, which still... Or Final exam. Final exam, yeah. sorry. I was just Still makes you upset. Final exam definitely <laughs> makes me upset. Episode 2? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, there's the killer has no... Fucking backstory. Not even a name. Not yeah. There were so many chances yeah. where. Okay, Nick, we're not. Well, yeah. Let's they, jump back into this movie. But so yeah. <laughs> thanks. Hold on. Just give me two seconds. Sure, sure. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. Breathe. Um. <laughs> we kind of get the idea that prom's happening the night. Uh, as these students are congregating in the halls, mm-hmm. um, the nurse's body has been found. Uh, oh, we're also introduced to Mr. Sykes, the groundskeeper at the school. Kind Another of a, red herring, I would yeah, say. Yeah, he's a quiet guy who everybody sort of picks on because he's weird, but I think he's just kind of a... He either drinks a lot and he has a stutter. Yeah, he has a... all st- the students pick on him and... A so true story. I think uh, he's creepy and... The actor who played Mr. Sykes uh, was actually in an accident and had a stuttering <laughs> issue of his accident. Okay. He was he, he was fine. Yeah. But he decided to play... He remembered how to stutter so well. He remembered it, so he thought it would be good to introduce to us character. Sure. He's got the nerd glasses. With When I say Revenge of the Nerd glasses, we think yep. of masking tape around the lens. Just, you know, and when they first introduce him, he's got like a hedge clip or something. Like, eh, I'm a creepy fucking... I could yeah. be the killer. Yeah, they like get out of their car going and in, walking into school, yeah. and, and he's just staring at him weirdly so so the school is happening wendy walks by the gym sees that the prom is getting put together yep disco madness hashtag disco madness um yep. kimberly is work decides to go in there and work on the dance move and wendy kind of comes up and notices her because man boy kimberly's got jamie lee curtis she's got them good dance moves she's got those 70s jeans on that come up <laughs> to her belly button those bell bottoms she's dancing and moving and so wendy comes up and goes practicing for the fucking dance and she's like well actually i was she's that's when i believe what andy was saying we you know we know that uh the only reason nick and wendy believes the only reason nick and kim are going together is because of prom king and queen yeah uh but they actually like each other they like each other yeah and uh so kim wants to bring that point up and you know say well guess what guess who you know kim's getting pissed and she's and kim says well guess who he's taking to the prom right and uh kimberly retorts wendy Wendy retorts. retorts. Oh, I'm saying it. You, if you want to. I, I, I oh, I got it. it. Well, yeah, you. you Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't ready. We were okay. Both of us like this line. Uh, God, listen. <laughs> Sorry. We're gonna build it up. Um, 
I'll cut that out. Don't worry. Yeah, no. It's, but, so when 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 Kimberly looks at Wendy and says, "Well, he's he's not taking you to the prom. He's taking me to the prom." Yeah. Wendy looks back at Kim and says, "It's not who it's not who takes you to the prom. It's who takes you home." Yep. Line's been used in every one of the four movies prom night has because you have prom night you have prom night two, two prom night three, three. prom night four. That lines in all of them. And yes, and so was the high school, Alexander Hamilton High School. Oh, there you go. Um, which I didn't know he would have a fucking high school in name. The room after. where it happened, baby. And uh, <laughs> the only there's only one actor who That's was in all reference. four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. There's only one actor who's been in all four of the uh, the prom night uh, movies. Movies. Yeah. The guy who played Little Nick. The actor, oh, the kid. Yeah, he's the producer's son of the okay. original Prom Night. So, so Little Nick played in every single one of the Prom Nights. Nice. They didn't remake the second. They did the second one in 1987, which we should. We'll, we'll check mm-hmm. out. But So they, um, we get to the, the, you know, the pissing match between Kimberly and Wendy. We start noticing the killers ripping out photos uh, of the... Yeah, the yearbook. Yeah, the killer. We have just a close-up shot of somebody's hands ripping these pictures from, of these four kids out of the yearbook jude kelly wendy and nick why is why is this killer doing that we don't know he's got plans for these four people obviously and the only relationship these four people have is that they were there when little robin hammond fell out the window yes and very uh, again going back to i know what you did last summer it's very much like that yeah and Super. i remember that's what you and uh your say yeah his fiance were talking about because I brought up that to Andy when we uh, started recording, and he was uh, like, "Yeah, that's what Cheryl said." Yeah, it's very. I know what you did last summer. And this is when we get we, we, we get to the cafeteria and oh yeah, every, the lunchtime scene. Every yeah. time everyone's coming around, I'm really stoked to see that uh, Jude and Slick are hitting it off. Right. He, he's like, he's gonna make me fat because he's got four burgers and Slick. four. Fr- he, yeah, Slick's got a fucking lunch tray. <laughs> fucking the lunch so lady. So he's a little fat Jewish nerd kid, and he's got a rad van. A rad van, but this is where we see that he's like five feet tall. Yes, he's a little dude. <laughs> like you know what? They're, they're they're tickling each other's noses. Look, they they're in love. Opposites attract, man. This they was, met that morning, they, but they good for them. <laughs> it's so cool. I was my not favorite that good my, in high school. My favorite, my favorite, and you were such a good looking man in high school. Well, thank you. I appreciate. That. I mean, seriously, if Nick's could, seen my senior picture, it's on the refrigerator. It is, it's delicious. He, That's he all I need just, to say. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. But you know, we, I'm really, I'm really getting, I'm really getting excited that we find out Jude and Slick are going to become a great couple. But yep. all of a sudden, a mask guy wearing a ski mask comes up and grabs uh, Kimberly by the fucking neck. Yep. Like uh, a headlock. Or, yeah, yeah, headlock. It says, "Give me a kiss," and starts kissing her through yeah. the ski mask. What Alex, the her brother, notices, and um, he hauls off on the guy. We get tries to, but hit the buddies come around. The best guys got two buddies. So you they, always have the bullies. Always the got bu- henchmen. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, they, we they great call stereotype. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, what about Nelson? Ha <laughs> ha! And you know, he had his two little henchmen in right. the Simpsons. I mean, it's the bullies have their henchmen. But I think Alex still put up a good fight. He did. I, I wrote that in the notes. Yeah. He he put up a great fight. Got to the masked intruder, and yeah. they started swinging at each other. That's when it broke up. But yeah. he did get a the best intruder did get a couple yeah. of good looks and why would you wear I mean I, I a still ski mask a ski mask to kind of we find out who it is it's Lou it's fucking Lou Lou the douchebag there's always a dick well and uh, fuck Richie fuck poor, Lou yeah the fight was over when Alex beat, he he pretty much took a, a kidney punch yes someone hit him in the back which if you ever been hit like right where your kidney is in the back either a slap or a punch it hurts. 
you know, so he was kind of stopped by that. And by then, other teachers and personnel. They, they, they kind of break it up and send him to the principal's office. Yeah, and I mean, this is kind of when we find out that Nick finally tells Wendy to piss off after this commotion and as they're getting walked to the principal's office because everyone's standing around and Wendy's like, oh, Nick. And he's like, seriously, piss off. We're not together. So oh, that's yeah, when we Wendy, find out. Right. So as, as Lou's walking by, we kind of see Wendy go, hey, Lou. He's like, I got an appointment because he's getting hauled off to the principal's office. She's like, I'll wait. Yeah. So then we kind of are foreshadowing. Yep. They're kind of there's gonna be a connection there. Yep. And uh, we again the the, the 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 Lou and Alex go to the principal's office. And Lou's like, you're gonna play favorites because he's your son. He's like, you're damn right I am. Yep. You're a fucking you're, yeah. You're always on disappointment. Yeah, yeah, you're a big good call. You're a big disappointment. You're yeah. suspended indefinitely. So Leslie Nielsen, Mr. Hammond, suspends Lou, tells him get the fuck out. Yep. And tells Alex to go, go back see to the class. nurse. Go see the nurse before you go back to class. Yeah. Right wow. On. You're damn right I'm playing favorites. But all of us then after that then, <laughs> then after that shot, the VW beat up VW drives by. I get it. We're so, oh, yeah. that the killer. That's dude. true. They are. Yeah, you see the Volkswagen drive by outside the window in the street. It's and just a. I forgot the... about that yeah. because it's meaningless. I mean, There's they're, no they're, consequences they're from tr- it. They're trying to show that that the killer is like because <laughs> we know that that fucking Leonard dude or whatever took yeah. off in the nurse's yeah. VW bus yeah. or VW bug, and it's so yeah. I agree with you, but it was. Um, a... The revenge act, the revenge factor is real in this movie and yep. uh, very important. I believe in all horror slasher genre. Carrie, I know what you did last summer, shit like that. So revenge is a pretty key motivator in a lot of movies like this. Yes, it is, and uh, even in slasher films too. So yeah, Wendy we, is it, Wendy and Lou are end a hot up, couple now. They end up sort of teaming up. Wendy drives Lou to a drive-in or a, a, a you know a drive-in restaurant. Yeah, like a, like a Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, which there you go. We don't have a lot of anymore, at least around here. And all the waitresses are dressed very scantily in super short shorts and tank tops. And, of course, Lou's checking them out. And uh, Wendy's just like, I'll get you one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, I don't have any cash. And she says, you can owe me. And he's like, oh. I'll, I'll get a couple burgers, couple two burgers, fries. couple fries. Hey, what kind of beers do you have? Oh. She's like, dude, this is a diner. Not a bar. Not a bar. And he's like, well, I'll just take a Coke. The lady will have the same. She's like, no, I'll just take a small Diet Coke. Yeah. That's but, it. <laughs> yeah, they. But then we kind of they're realize. Scheming. Yeah, they're scheming because uh, Alex, uh, Lou hates Alex, and wants to get with Kimberly. Yep. Uh, Wendy hates Kimberly, and so they, they. And wants Nick back. Yes, and so they want to fuck the Hammond family because that's right. what you know. That's what Lou says. He's like, I hate the whole damn Hammond family. Yeah. So, the whole the whole damn Hammond family. Ham Ham Damon family. Fam Damley. Sam's hams and Sam's I'm going to have another beer. Uh, yes. It's hard to no say. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but then it's kind of like the prom, the revenge setup, like we're yep. going to see in when we watch Carrie. So we have, I wrote this down, several story elements here. There's the, the dead little sister and the four kids who covered it up. And obviously somebody wants revenge on them. There's a known sex offender who apparently blamed for that death. He's that's a dead plot. We already talked about it. He ends up getting arrested fifty miles away, and he's not associated anymore. That's Until it. later in the movie, right? And then there's the jealous ex-girlfriend Wendy and Lou scheming. And, and Mr. Sykes, though, why would they? Mr. Mr. Sykes, Sykes yeah. is again thrown in there very lightly, more than the yeah. the, the psychopathic he's killer. Like a nothing. That's a nothing again, thing, though. You just—it's what they did back in the day, yeah. in my assumption. So. Yeah. 
this is when the, the, you know they're playing tennis and everyone's getting ready for prom. Everything's getting excited. We right. get that great. I guess they like to tease Mr. Sykes. So Vicky, um, who's Kimberly's one of friend, Kimberly's friends, yeah, you know, one of Kimberly's friends goes, "Hey, Mr. Sykes," and he looks up like, "Duh, what?" And uh, she moons him, shows this her, "This is for you. This is for you." And her peach of a butt. She's like, <laughs> "Check out my peach," and it's her bare ass. Yeah, she moons him. She moons right. him, and uh, coach. Their, their gym coach, their gym, gym coach, teacher, tennis whoever, teacher, you know, coach, like, whatever. Get back here. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you fucking don't do that. So, <laughs> you know, they, they, they run off to the girls' room, the, the showers, and uh, yeah. oh, some almost boobs. We got, right. I was like, you hashtag almost boobs. Almost boobs. They're, they're changing after gym class. Uh, mm-hmm. This is uh, uh, Kimberly, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and uh, her friend Kelly, who was one of the mm-hmm. original four children. Pigtails. Again, it's still effed up. Kelly, one of the original four children who watched Kimberly's younger sister die. Yes. Watched her fall out a window and die and is now friends with Kim. She, and she is tongue kissing Nick and Nick is probably touching her boobs. Mm-hmm. He was one of the uh, right? because uh, they're antagonists yeah. of, you know, watching. They're an item. Yes, they're an item. Uh, her nemesis, Wendy, was there. And yep. then Jude, who's a friend, too. A friend, too. Jude's just, you know, fucking Jude's, Jude, Jude's with Slick now. and Yeah. You so gotta the, wonder if they made friends with with um, Kimberly Hammond, sort of because they felt bad that they were there when her little sister died. I don't know. I think they all knew each other. To me, it's a small yeah. town in Ohio, even though it was filmed in Canada. Yeah. Uh, but, and it's on a bluff, so I feel, feel like they're in a small town in northern Ohio next to a lake, like a great lake. That's true. It is a quite a large lake for being in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but the, the northern borders of Ohio, yeah. Lake Erie, I believe. I think so. A couple, but, uh, don't at us. We don't know geography. Yeah, I mean, we know we're on Lake Michigan, but we're, we're fucking we're in Milwaukee right it's now. It's hard to miss yeah, Lake hard Michigan. hard to miss off, so fuck off. No, but... Um, <laughs> So again, we're we're talking. We're, we start yeah. hearing cracking mirrors, which I think are gunshots. Right, first. they're in it the locker room. Everyone. Yep. Mirrors are cracked. Yep. Um, uh, you know, Jamie Lee is walking around with a bra, and I'm like, hook me up with some of that yo play, JLC. What up? What up? Looking, she's a, just a very attractive lady. Fun fact: she was 22 in 1980. Jamie wow. Lee Curtis. She and she's playing a high school student. And she's playing a high school student, but still looks uh, wonderful. That youthful look. They all looked like they were in their early twenties. Well, I mean that's that's kind of the point. I mean, yeah. they're still they 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 sold us the movie Grease. Like all these kids are in high school, and they had fucking <laughs> seriously, man. They like <laughs> like they'd be selling me butterscotch on a commercial. Um, they. Oh, but is they, that they're old? Only those old guys people sell Greece, butterscotch. Like, well, old people only like butterscotch. I don't want to go off on a tangent. Yeah, I no. like butterscotch. Well, then I'm you're old. old. <laughs> I'm older than you, and that's what's funny. Bottom line, they're playing teenagers. They're in their 20s. Yes, yeah. and uh, but as they finally get back, they notice the broken mirror. There is a piece of the mirror missing. Right. Foreshadowing. You're like, why is this? Yeah, why is that gone? So that's why I thought it was interesting about uh, the the killing, like where you're like, hey, that piece of glass can come back, or that yep. the window paint, something that's kind of like very significant and i believe it still is yep. um now i nick, guess we're didn't at one point nick uh was sort of walking romantically with kimberly yeah they, that's Curtis. when they proclaimed their love and he and looked this, like he was about close. to tell her yes i was there when your, your little sister died and i'm so sorry about it he so, was this close the guilt obviously is getting to him it is but after fucking six, six years, years nick i mean yeah. you've known her obviously for a while mm-hmm. uh second you know, the only thing that interrupts you is the bell. I guess the, their school is right next to the bluffs because they're hanging mm-hmm. on this beautiful bluff. He takes off and he's like, oh, I'll just talk to you later. I mean, yeah. she would have said, like, he was right there. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis, you're, you know, you're 
you could have been late to the class. <laughs> nope. No, um, she's like, I gotta go, so he does not finish the story. The, the other thing is, I think Kelly, at one point, I'm not sure if this is uh, before, well, it's right around this time in the movie, to Kelly, Jude, I think it's at least those two, find those cut-out uh, yearbook pictures of, of the, themselves in, the locker room in their, with in their lockers. Glass. And Jude's has the piece of glass yes. taped to it right by her neck. I'm I thought like, they all did. This? Did did Nick find one too? Did Wendy find one too? No. I thought Wendy did was oh Wendy did and she said to the one reason, of her friends like what is this a joke? The reason Nick yeah. didn't because Nick didn't answer the phone. Nick didn't answer the phone. He's Nick the thought it was one. Wendy calling so he's pieced out. He was mm-hmm. like deuces. Mm-hmm. Come on dad. Let's stop by and get a donut before school. So um they're preparing for the prom. Right. Nick so, and uh Kim are being walked down uh you know, it's so funny They're to be rehearsing they, the presentation yeah, of very something to do. Queen. Yeah, walk down the aisle, kiss each other, hear some flowers. They have to fucking rehearse that. I mean, yeah, it's you did, but you know, I guess Alex is being a stand-in because he's giving the flower, kind of giving a kiss <laughs> to his, yeah, yeah and, and shaking uh, Nick's hand. So again, I think it's funny they have to practice that simple walk, but. Well, it's we, a big deal. It's a big ceremony during the prom. It's got to go off without a hitch. So yeah, they're prepared. They're, they're just yeah rehearsing the. The presentation of the king and queen of the prom, yeah. Yeah, and all the while, all the while, uh-huh. Wendy's at home talking to Lou and plotting shit. Scheming. Man. Scheming and plotting. Scheming and plotting. Yeah. Fuck Wendy and fuck Lou. Wendy is um, just such the stereotypical biatch in this movie. Again, the Lisa Turtle, like we say, but... Uh, yeah. Lisa Turtle was nice. No, she least. wasn't. It's Saved by the Bell. She wasn't. She, she wasn't was a like dick mali- to screech. To screech, but she wasn't like malicious to everyone else. I mean, Wendy's in this movie is a bitch. Like, well, I know. I just people even are though beneath her. The, the 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 Dustin Diamond, the the actor who plays Screech, is a dick. Well, in real life, or, yeah, yeah, Wisconsin local. Um, <laughs> and the hope you're, hope you're listening, Dustin. <laughs> that Screech is such a nice guy. Want to be a guest? We love you. <laughs> That would be rad. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we're getting the set. We're getting the the sounds of the hallway. There, there's yep. kind of a, a juxtaposition of music and glass breaking, and we're we're kind of getting set up for prom night. Yep. Um, it looks like everyone's getting ready. We don't. I think Vivian had a bigger part within the movie before they edited scenes because mm-hmm. the mom is still distraught from the death of Robin she ten, just seems, six years ago. Yeah, she just seems out of it. Never Kinda. there. She's trying to get. She's like, Lori, I've got this red lipstick. She couldn't find the red she, lipstick. I, I can't find it. I thought I put it on the dressing. Do you have table. any more Xanax I can borrow? Yeah, you look very nice, dear. You know, yes. Thanks, mom, because she's obviously never gotten over. She's never gotten over the uh, the death. And I mean, I, I, you know, saying they cut scenes, um, I kind of got the idea that that's what's happening. Right. Prom night is on. So That's, we're for fast. We're prom nights happening. Disco yeah. madness. So from here on out, this—that's when the killings start. The killing starts at a. Hold, before we take a break, can I just play a little of? Uh, oh sure. The 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 music from, by all means from prom night. So I hope we don't have to pay for it. No, we won't. I I, I read the laws. So this is the prom night. So everything's fucking partying, and here we go. Dancing in the moonlight. Oh my, that's overdriven. <laughs> Dancing in the moon. So it's light. a it's a disco version of Dancing in the Moonlight. <laughs> 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 I 
There is a song called that. Oh, there is. Yeah. yeah. It's not disco. No, like but this, it's not. But dancing, dancing in the moonlight. In the moonlight. Everybody's here and out of sight. Yeah, like a like Yacht Rock song, I believe. Dancing in the moonlight. The first kill in this movie doesn't take place till about an hour in. Yeah, well, do Aside you Aside count... from Little Robin falling out the window. That's okay. Little Robin... Uh, we don't that, see the nurse die. That nurse doesn't I'm count. Not, that's a subplot that has that nothing to do with our But we don't see slasher. her die. These, right. These kill count only count when... The first kill we care about. Should we take a break before we get into it? Yes. When we come back, we're going to hit the kill count. Thank you for staying with us. And we're back. Hey, we. that was a... I love that ad. It's Isn't it wonderful? It is. It's, I believe that you should buy uh, what? edible tampons. I think it's great. That's the thing that popped in your head. Uh, is that fucked shit? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably not edible tampons. No, it's not an That's ad for that. That's fucking gross. I'm gonna get so much hate mail for that. Yeah. Well, hey, any mail's good mail. Yeah. No such thing as bad publicity. My email is andydamos at right. gmail. You can kidding. actually email the podcast at slash you podcast at gmail dot com. Slash you podcast at gmail dot com. Well, let me know what you think about That's edible tampons. Yep. God, that was horrible. I apologize. Let's hey, get but let's get back to uh, prom, night. prom night. Time for the kill count. Uh, before we or whatever else we want to talk about, <laughs> we realize that disco madness is going on. Yep. Kimberly Jimmy Lee Curtis is a great dancer. She is. She's and she's and Leslie Nielsen not. She's dancing with her dad. And oh. I am going to post this on our uh, social media channels. Uh, the dance scene. Yep. It's just a quick snippet of Leslie Nielsen <laughs> and uh, his daughter dancing, and they're playing the great song self-titled prom night it's just like a disco song like prom night sure everything is all right you know, i can't you know and he's dancing maybe, maybe put some disco music in right here now andy like you know. i'll see what i can do um uh, but the disco <laughs> song is called prom night uh and this is like after the 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 scene of Leslie Nielsen, Doctor Mr. Hammond, and Kimberly are dancing. Mm -hmm. Lou and Wendy, they sure know how to make an entrance. Lou and Wendy enter the prom. Enter the prom. But Lou picks up Wendy in a shitty-ass car with his buddies. They're smoking joints and got a fifth of Jim Beam. Yep. And she's all dressed voluptuously. Yep. And he's just wearing like a fucking tank top and a jean jacket. Where's your like, suit? I'll yeah. change at the dip. And it, what he changed? I'll change at the prom. Or, but guess what he's wearing? He's wearing a... Uh, like a V-neck fucking uh, sleeveless, you know, cheesy tuxedo, tuxedo. shirt yeah. with a bow tie on and jeans. And he's like, hey, unibrow's here. So <laughs> when they enter, uh, Vicky looks at Kimberly and says, you need to show them up. You need to show them the deal. So, yep. man, Nick and Kim put on a dance scene that is on point. It is uh, the disco song is called Prom Night. It's like if there was a discoing with the stars, this would this would win again. Yeah, they nail it. It's a good choreographed part of the movie. Slash you award. Yeah, best best choreographed scene. Yeah, in it's a just movie. a cool little interlude music. They're dancing and everybody's clapping in a ring around watching them dance. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. <clears throat> it is fucking rad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's one of those things they probably put in there to make the movie ninety minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's like like <laughs> Let's get some filler. Seriously, like the hot tub scene. The hot tub scene from Mad Man from episode five. <laughs> Just we gotta stretch, stretch, stretch it time. out. But this one's more enjoyable than yeah, that, than and, that uh, hot tub scene. Lou tries to dance. Uh, Wendy's pissed off at his dancing, so he she walks away. She walks away, and he's just that's dancing. a cool old gag. Yeah, he turns his back on her while he's yeah. dancing. She walks <laughs> away, and he's dancing for like a full ten seconds. Where's Wendy? Where realizes fuck, she's gone. Where the fuck does she go? He's an idiot. So uh, we jump to a locker room scene where 
is Kelly going to go all the way? Go all the way with Drew because yeah. Drew's been waiting for this. We yeah. see some locker room boobs. They're making out. Making out. He's, he's got her dress part of the way off. He's going up the thigh. Yeah. Sexy prom night. Yeah, prom night. But she doesn't want to do it. So romantic. Lose your virginity in the locker room. Yes. At prom. Uh, at prom. On a but bench. On a wooden she bench. She ends up. No, I can't. You know, and yes. he's, he's like, what are you, a fairy tale princess? Yeah. You know, and they make out a little bit more, and he, I didn't like this, but he kind of like grabs her head and like pushes it towards yeah, his, yeah, let's... towards his crotch, you know, and she's, she's like, like no. no. So he uh, yeah. says, well, there's... That was a... uncomfortable for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What's uncomfortable for me, though, is that it is that, because again, I liked her character. Mm-hmm. I know that she was one of the people that was there when Robin died, but she's just trying to live her life. And you shouldn't do that sort of thing unless... Both parties are into it. Yes, PSA, Nick and Andy both are into consensual lovemaking yeah. on on both sides. So, uh, yeah. again, can't believe we have to say this shit, but... Uh, it's important it's in very today's important. day and age to disclaimer that stuff. So, what makes it even worse is when she says no to Drew, he takes yeah. off his corsage, throws it down and says, There's plenty, plenty. of girls yep. plenty of girls that will do it. So he's pretty much saying, I'm going to go find some sluts. Because you wouldn't bang me or blow me, I'm now done with you. I'm done with you. and that's So we I'm know go, Drew's true motivation. I'm going to go find time. some promiscuous people that yeah. might want to hang out with me. So Drew's shown his true colors. And, and it's good because he didn't have much of a part in this movie anyway. Other than a guy that Kelly was seeing and was thinking about giving it up to him. Yeah, he yeah. leaves and there is a shadowy figure in the locker room. Uh, as Kelly is pulling her dress back up and getting getting dressed, we do see her breasts. There is that's the one of the nudity parts in this movie. Boobies. And uh, she's and our killer sneaks up um, behind her, cuts her throat. Cuts her throat. Uh, and that's our first kill. First kill of the Do- kill count. Well, not first. Yeah, we can Robin. Count Robin dies. The little girl at the beginning of the movie. Robin. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, but again, who's gonna be a who's gonna be the fucking douchebag here, Andy, and say, yeah. "Oh, Robin was my dick kill shot of the week." No, no, yeah. a, chi- a little child dying uh, accidentally during a game of hide and seek. Not unless the child was a no. jerk. This is a uh, kill count. These are people who are killed by our slasher. Yes, and, always. And Kelly is uh, one hour in. I know because I paused it and I was looking at the timer on this. I was like, "Geez, we're one hour in." Yeah. Into this. 90, a 90, 90 minute, minute movie. movie so we know the kills are coming stuff's got to start to stack up yeah we have half hour left slick and juder in the van that van is a rock if this van's a rockin don't <laughs> come a knockin that's right you, you can jump sit- to slick and jude sl- and they and it my oh god i almost get sad andy thinking about it because i really wanted them to work out oh um, yeah they were so in love yeah and, and again day. She does say, I can't believe we just met this morning. Yes, and you know, and he's like, well, hey, I got to go take a leak. So they take a leak. You know the, the, the typical slasher POV shot of, you know, a hand pulling back a branch, watching, watching them it. as they are done making love. She wants to do it. Again. Again. Rad. <laughs> you uh, better rally there, slicky boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew you could get it? So Jude says, well, let's do it on the bluffs. So mm-hmm. he's like, well, fuck, yeah, let's do it. So they go to the bluffs. He broke his glasses, though. He broke his glasses. During their initial... He's like, oh, yeah. I think I see stars. And yeah. she goes, well, why don't we go walk along the bluffs thinking that he might fall yeah. off. And they're being playful and jokey Cutie, again. Cute couple. Yeah. It's very cute. But then she says, let's go do it. So he's like, well, fuck, yeah, let's go do it. So they grab yeah. a blanket to go have sex on the bluffs. Right. Slick thinks he hears a noise and says, hey, I think I need a joint. I hear something. Let's go back to the van and plus I need a joint. She's like, yes, you do. Which I'm thinking, like, 
is like he can't get it up, so maybe he needs a joint to rock that erection again. Because I don't know that marijuana does that, but I'm not I'm not a drug connoisseur. <laughs> you need to smoke some of mine, brother. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding, everyone. Listeners of Slash U, we are a PG podcast. Are we though? No, uh, not anyway. really. We are explicit. So Let's they go back to the van. They go back to the van. Uh, he pulls out a history book, and she's like, "It's time to study." And he's like, "Fuck no!" And he opens the book and hollowed yeah. out in the history book is a fucking plethora of joints. He's got. That's where he hides the. A lot of joints. It's not like four or five. I mean, I'm looking at 20 joints rolled here. Wow. Well, it's 1980. It must yeah. have been cheaper. Yeah, and it's shitty grass. But, you yeah. know, so they're smoking it. And, uh, and, and they're Joe, talking. Ju- yeah, they're talking. Jude's having a great night. Yep. She says something like, I'm going to remember this night forever. And, and uh, Slick says, yeah, so am I. And she's leaning against the back of the van. And the door's open. Inside, yes. The door's open from outside. The door's open from outside. So she falls backwards, and the killer's there, and he just starts stabbing her in the throat and the chest. Just like multiple stabs. Right after she said, I'm going to remember this night forever. And no, you Slick won't said, do. and Slick said, so will I. And yeah. she's immediately falls back. Stab, 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 dead. Um, Slick tries to take off. Slick yeah. puts up a good fight. Holy shit. Yeah, he, um, the guy tries to, the, the killer tries to jump into the van, and Slick. It thrashes it, yeah, punches he, him, knocks him backwards, yeah, kicks he, him, kicks he, him, right? Kicks him, and but the killer is holding <clears throat> on to the door. He is fight. The killer is fighting to kill Slick, which I hate. Slick yeah. had nothing to do with the killer. He's a witness. He had nothing to do with Robin. Right. He's well, a fuck. witness. Okay, but I know. anyway, th- that's uh, the shitty part. The thing that finally happens after uh, Slick puts up a good fight, the killer jumps out of the van, but the van careens off, off the, the bluffs, off, off the, the bluff, cliff. and that is my dick kill shot of the week. <laughs> Because I just, I want to give it to Slick. My, number one, my favorite character. Yeah. Number two, great van. Number yep. three, uh, didn't deserve to die. Nope. And number four, it's just kind of, I don't want Slick to be forgotten. Um, hashtag forever Slick. That's our hashtag this week. Well, we've had, a, we've had a couple, so. Well, uh, I, I also liked this part in movie history where when cars would go over the cliff, they always exploded. <laughs> they always exploded. <laughs> Uh, and it still happens to some extent nowadays. But or they walk away and they don't look back when the car explodes. It's just important to note that if a car were to go over a cliff, it is very unlikely. It's not impossible, but it's very unlikely that it would burst into flames and explode just upon impacting the ground. That's it makes good just cinema. The, it's, it's true, it does. <laughs> but I'm just saying the, the physics of it, it just doesn't happen now i'm not saying it's 100 percent impossible because it's possible but where would there be a i don't know where would there be a source of flame that would ignite the gasoline it just didn't anyway let's but, get back on top of yeah, that back a- andy you need to call i that. really <laughs> didn't like that uh but at the same time i loved it you know the, the van explodes in a fiery wreck incidentally pointing to the budget of this movie which was actually a higher budget than a lot of the movies we've watched i think for having a car explode it's a nice special Ooh, effect. Yeah, I didn't know if they did it with a little model, though. Like a little Oh, a miniature? Man. This was shot on a budget of $1.5 million. And filmed in Canada? Toronto, late, Toronto. late 1979. All the actors are pretty much from Canada, I believe, yeah. except uh, Jamie Lee and... Uh, Canada. Canada. So uh, Canada. Jude, Jude is the van throat stab, and uh, Slick is uh, drove off a cliff. Nick's dick kill shot of the week. That's our third. So we realize that what? Yes, Wendy needs mascara because we got to keep the kills going because time right. is running out. We're this back film. at the prom and Wendy's getting her mascara. So I like maybe the killer has some mascara, homie, because lights out, 
killer approaches her with an axe. And yeah. Here we go. Now it just kind of goes on a little too long. Kind of like the uh, dance scene where it's like, we need to kill, we need to fill up Stretch. time. Yeah. I thought as she's running around, she finally enters the auto, like when kids could in high school could shop work on class. car shop class, yeah. but, or auto garage class or something. I mean, shop class was with wood. She runs into a, a section of the school that's just filled with cars. Right. It's like the engine repair. Yes. Yeah, there's a hood mean. up. Yep. And we've seen a lot of hood kills in some of the... Oh, uh, we have. So I saw the hood up, and I was like, foreshadowing? Like, I thought maybe her head would get cut off by the hood, like we've seen in some of the episodes Mad before. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, didn't happen. She she is running. Uh, we know that the killer is clumsy. She's knocking him around. Um, That's right. She hides in a car, and he busts the window open. She gets out the other side of the car, and she hits him with, like, an ice scraper or something from the car. Yeah, and you he's know. still kind of, again, he, he's he's adamant to chase her, but she never runs back to the party. I'm not saying that. I mean, she has enough time to, I mean, she gets she away for a while. She never goes back to the she, gym where yeah, everybody is. She just is. hides where it's all dead and silent. Again, <laughs> these are movies made for this reason. I mean, yeah. we dive into these, like, really, like, philosophical and like, hey, man, what about this? Why like, wouldn't the, you do this? Yes. But Why wouldn't you do that? Then yeah. we wouldn't see. Uh, we wouldn't have a movie. We wouldn't see Wendy die. Uh, she, she decides to f- run into a storage or janitor's closet yep where mr uh sykes mr sykes is hanging out drunk was he yes he's a very small shadow oh he's in there with her but he's quiet uh but then we notice that blood is dropping we assume it is red paint because there's a red paint jar above uh, where the the, where this red substance is drawn uh dripping yeah uh, all of a sudden, Kelly's body falls out. That the killer threw yeah, Kelly's threw body in there after there. cutting her throat. Of course, Wendy screams the fuck out. Killer's yep. like, "Oh, there she is!" Yep. Comes in and takes a fucking axe to the fucking head. Chops her. Yeah. Uh, Wendy is dead. She gets yep. the axe. She gets the axe. And this is, of course, when we find out, like McBride's like, "Hey, we found the killer 50 miles out," and he's like, "Cool, I can enjoy the prom." Needless to say, there's a fucking maniac killer right. running That's around. Right. So yeah, you're right. That's recap real quick. That's where the other police officers tell Lieutenant McBride, "We found J- 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 Jerome. What was his name? Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> How in the fuck did you go from Jenner to Jerome? This was uh, a subplot of the movie that was pointless, and that's why I don't remember his name. Leonard. We found him 50 miles away, and that's when Lieutenant McBride says, I can enjoy the prom. Mr. Sykes comes in. He's all drunk. And he's drunk, and he's stuttering. There, there's a k- k- killer on the, the, the loose the, 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 trying to warn them. Yes, because just, he, he saw the killer. Yeah, and he was just hiding like, out. They're just like, let's... Yeah, they Get think him he's out of drunk. Here. He's and drunk. He's been. We'll know, take him home. Yeah. He was kind of letting them know people would have lived, but the only person that would have lived would have been Lou. So who cares? So <laughs> they're next. They, so they're backstage. Um, Kimberly's backstage on her side of the stage. Uh, Nick's backstage on uh, on his, his side of the stage. Too. Getting ready the, for the big the, the big reveal of prom king and queen. Yep. This is when Lou and his posse step into action. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Are we still going to do this without Wendy?" Right, because they like, can't find Wendy. They can't find Wendy. She's yeah. dead. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just I want to I want to soak in this glory." Right. So he still wants to screw over the Hammond family. So yeah. he yes. So uh, they his him his, and his cohorts, his uh, entourage, henchmen, cronies, henchmen, cronies. Yeah. They grab Nick, beat him up, yeah. duct tape his mouth, throw him in the corner. Yep. And Lou. Nick puts on or Lou puts on the prom king hat because he's gonna crown walk, crown. Yeah. Thank you. It's called a crown. He wants to step out with Kimberly. So he puts yes. on the crown and he's waiting. We see the, the POV so, X. Stop there real quick. I had a question about this. Okay. Was the plan all along for Lou to take 
Nick's place and for Wendy to take Kimberly's place and then they walk out as a big old prank? That's a great question. Was I that the so. plan? I never really thought about it, Andy. That's actually a good question because what it like they would yes that has that to must be have it. been the plan they were gonna just mess up this king and queen presentation and That's it was gonna ex- be wendy and lou instead of nick and kimberly oh. yeah. but since wendy wasn't there she was axed lou's like i'm doing it well i'm still gonna go out with so which they, i mean don't you think jamie lee curtis or kimberly would have been like hey, when the f- nick, lou what the fuck where's nick and oh yeah obviously the whole so, thing is but if it, there wasn't a sl- if there wasn't a maniacal killer running around like uh, they were just doing maniacal, it to spoil maniacal. it maniacal they were just doing it to spoil <laughs> maniacal a maniacal killer. Yeah. Hashtag maniacal. <laughs> spell that and let me know. It's it's actually spelled just like maniacal. Yes, that's just what I, I different figured. Emphasis on a on a separate syllable. So the uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. We're this in is... one hour and five minutes. We need to get through the rest of this. We will. But we're, we're having we're, fun. We are having fun because <laughs> this is my I, this has to be yours, Andy. This uh, is. Okay, so go ahead and say what okay. happens as uh, so as the prom king and queen are about to prom. Re, yeah, reset real quick. Lou has taken Nick's place. He's got the king's hat, uh, crown on, king's hat on, crown on. And Jamie Lee Curtis, Kim, uh, Kim Hammond is on the other side of the stage. So they can't see each other backstage. The killer is approaching Lou with his axe, obviously thinking it's that it's Nick. Because this killer's out to kill the four children who covered up little robin's murder at the beginning of the movie and so he thinks it's nick just as they are announcing the king and queen of the prom uh nick mcbride and kimberly hammond the axe swings and Lou's head flies off <laughs> the axe also hits some um lights some wires and so he gets some sparks flying and Lou's head flies off and rolls right down the runway the right in front of everybody and lands facing everybody uh, who's out in the gym and they're all like ah <laughs> fucking chaos and there's sparks flying a little bit the killer's axe since it hit that wire he got a little shock a little he got electrocuted knocked, he got knocked back uh which further reinforces that this killer's a little clumsy he doesn't quite know what he's doing and he's knocked back and dazed and dazed and confused a little bit and uh, kim comes out like what the fuck's that what, what was going on and sees oh my gosh it's there's a decapitated decapitated lose head that's my Dick shot kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the week. Lose runway decapitation. But that, I mean, that of course that is the best kill in the whole movie. Oh Mine God. was dedicated to the memory of Slick. Yeah. Of course, this is a great kill because his head is just sitting so there cool. bloody. Everyone runs out, but we still have to have the fight scene between uh, the struggle. Right. Kim the, freeze Nick. Freeze Nick. So they're trying to run out of the gym. The killer wakes up, comes back with the axe. Yeah. So it's two against one. Uh, Kimberly and Nick trying to fight off against the killer. He's got a ski mask on, and he's yes. dressed all in black. Yes, he, and the ski mask is glittery. Which yeah, I, I don't think like... we described him, but at one point... Um, he's wearing all black with a glittery black. Yeah. Doesn't uh, doesn't Jamie Lee Curtis, Kim, lock eyes with him? Yes, she locks eyes with him, and that's when I... Th- it's a, They're female eyes. When they shot this, mm-hmm. They th- there's a female under that mm-hmm. mask. But what they're trying to convey mm-hmm. is that it's the eyes that know. she recognizes. Yep. The eyes of someone dead that she might recognize. Right. It is, those are female eyes, or they made the killer look like a female. So, so I, like, I thought this was Robin. I thought that this was their dead I, At that sister. point, I did too. And I was like, because thinking back to the beginning of the movie, when Robin's body was laying on the ground after falling, and that shadow, somebody walked up, it was a shadow, I thought somebody discovered that she was not dead and nursed her back to health, and she's now oh. back for revenge. That wasn't the case, though. It wasn't the case at all. They finally 
get the killer is stumbling outside because he's taken a bad whack to the head from the axe that right. Kimberly produced. She, she must have hit him with the back of the she axe. She hit him with the back. Because it would have chopped but into But still, him. the back of an axe swung oh, yeah. hard by Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, all that yo play. She's fucking strong. <laughs> hit him right in the side of the face. Right in the side of the face. Uh, even forehead crushed the skull, maybe. Like, Could have been. Yeah, um, pretty severe injury. But the cop, Lieutenant McBride's about to shoot him. Everyone's standing back. And they're outside the gym. They're outside the gym, and Lieutenant McBride's got his gun up, and he's like... Our killer's walking up, and you can hear... Stumbling. And, and there's flashes back to the kids yes. at the beginning of the movie going, yes. Killers are coming! Killers Flashback. are coming! And, and so you're like, what is, who is this killer that this person's thinking about the killers are coming and, and stumbling around holding his face. And Jamie, Kimberly, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Kim Hammond runs out and goes, stop it. No, don't shoot him. And yeah. drops down as the, Kim, as the killer falls down to the ground, hugs him. Cause I think she knows. And as she pulls, pulls off the mask, the mask off. off, it's her little brother, Alex. It's fucking sexy fucking perm Alex, her, her brother. Her little brother, the, Alex. The twin brother who they yeah. go back to that shadowy figure in the very beginning. It's a callback to where she lays dead and that shadowy figure appears over Robin who's dead. It's Alex and he's like, they killed her. Yep. So why did he wait? So like, I, chill bumps, as you can see. Yeah. So he waited six years. Plotting his revenge. Six and doing it on prom night. That's Ooh. wild. it is he came back to find his sister and he found her dead he's carried this around for six years and he's decided on prom night he's gonna go after the four kids who are responsible maybe and i don't know i'm projecting but if this were real you know he he it's a movie i know that but if he had uh, come upon his younger sister or his sister i don't know if young or not fell out of a window and he came upon her but noticed that there was these four kids would, perhaps he was just waiting to see if they would come forward, admit that they did it. I don't why know. Did, yeah, why didn't he call he the didn't, cops? Yeah, like, why didn't he, he never, say, like, my little right. sister is dead? Because I know they didn't have cell phones back in the fucking set, But So he would have run home and be like, my sister's dead. Or yeah. told my mom and dad. I, well, he never said anything he to never fucking anything. Vivian or he let the cops Mr. Hammond. Blame, he let the cops blame uh, Leonard, the sex offender. So uh, he's he, a psycho in the head. So he obviously snapped and said, someday I'm going to get my revenge. Perm boy is psychotic because he did yeah. wait. He could have done yeah. so much for her. And Well, I'm going to go on record. Anybody with a perm is psychotic. Yes. If you're listening to this, you have a perm, <laughs> turn yourself in. And roll credits. <laughs> roll credits. That's where the movie ends, isn't it? Yep. She's cradling Alex. Did he die? Yes. So he's our sixth death, seventh death, if you yeah, count. You, if you can't count do a dick Robin. shot with him. Just no, like no, you can't no. Do with his sister. That wasn't entertaining death. No, <laughs> it wasn't. I but will. Uh, it's what, sad. It is sad. I, I, I want to bring this one up real quick about uh, the actress who played uh, Kimberly Hammond. Of course, we know now it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Our episode last week was Return to Horror High. It starred a young actress, uh, Maureen McCormick at the time, who played Marsha Brady. Mm-hmm. This role for. Uh, prom night the original actress who was already cast to play Kimberly Hammond was Eve Plum hmm. Eve Plum played Jan Brady Marsha's sister on the show The Brady Bunch okay. so kind of a connection there Yeah. but then when Jamie Lee Curtis who was a popular actress at the time said hey I want to do it they were like fuck let's get Jamie Lee Curtis so <laughs> Eve Plum can suck a dick so uh, Eve Plum did not get the movie That's uh, some, great, some great trivia like within this the dance scene Nick, the actor who played Nick, couldn't keep up, so they had to use a body double, like a stunt double. They had to use a dance double. Because he, couldn't, cause keep he up. couldn't keep up with the dance. Yeah, he couldn't keep up. So That's funny. You know, a lot of things happening here. 
uh, again, we bring up the the line: "It's not who you come, it's not who you come with, it's who you take home." Appears in right. all the four prom night movies. Paul Zaza was the composer. She wrote all the disco songs in five days. Wow, because they couldn't afford. They couldn't afford actual like the disco songs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like we said, this was filmed in Toronto in late 1979 on a budget of 1.5 million. Uh, premiered in the U.S. in July 1980 in select cities was a f- immediate financial success available on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime described it as a slasher essential. Like it's one of those where if you're an enthusiast of these types of movies, you must watch Prom Night. I also like the actress who played uh, Wendy, uh, Anne Marie Martin. She's been in a lot of other stuff. What did we say? She was a writer on Twister. Uh, she's been in the movie Sledgehammer. She's she was in Highway to Heaven, the TV series. She was in Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. Um, she was in the TV uh, series of Wonder Woman back in the day too. She's been in a lot of stuff. You would recognize her uh, if you oh yeah watch this she's movie. She's done a lot. It's Wendy also was a writer for the great movie Twister. That's what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, kind of spacing out because no, that's okay. I uh, wanted to bring up that Slick's van was actually a, I said 77 Chevrolet. Right. So oh. 78, it was one year off. Well, you know what? There's all the car nuts that listen to our podcast. Yeah, but I mean, I, I love vans you. though. I, I'm a van nut. They would have called nut. you on I'm a van nut. Van uh, enthusiast. Van enthusiast. <laughs> they do consider this uh, a body count of eight with Raman Hammond. An unnamed nurse, Kelly, Jude, Slick, Slick Wendy. Wendy, Lou, and Alex. They, Alex. So Alex, most people also consider Alex being dead. Okay. So that was Good just kind of going through his question. And should we just go ahead? What are we watching? You know, wait, I just remembered something. Yeah. This isn't something that I read either. Yeah. We're, we're running a little long, but I don't it's care. It's fine. I'll Alex, cut out all these awkward long pauses, including what I'm saying right now. Alex is <laughs> Kimberly's brother. Yes. Alex is... Jamie Lee Curtis's brother. Yeah. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis was in another movie with her murderous brother, Michael Myers. Halloween. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? So she's been in movies with two murderous brothers. That's true. In this movie, he wasn't after her. Well, yeah, but good call. But still, kind idea. of like some kind of fun that was kind of comes to mind. So you're saying she's typecast? <laughs> well, she kind of wanted to follow her mom, who you know was Jane Lynch in uh, Prom. Oh yep. no, uh, Psycho. Yep. Jane was the first one to die in the shower scene. The most Famous, famous killing scene in any slasher oh, movie yeah. was, you know, deal. the uh, that was her mother. Um, um, next week. Next week. We're going to watch Wacko. <laughs> 1983, 84 minutes. Yeah, available uh, for free on um, Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, Mary Graves' older sister was murdered on a Halloween night prom by a power-mowing maniac. A guy with enthusiasm for lawnmowers. Since then, Mary keeps seeing little lawnmowers everywhere. Now, it is the new Halloween prom and the pumpkin-headed killer has returned. Oh, Andy, I am so happy we started this podcast. 1983. That's that's episode nine. Wacko. Wacko. Uh, Please join us. Yeah, that one starring Andrew Dice Clay is in it. Andrew Dice Clay is probably the biggest name. I didn't know if he wanted to say that, but Uh, that's the biggest name in it. It's his screen debut. The girl from... uh, Designing Women and the New Heart Show, and she was on Screen Queens. Uh, I can't think of her name right now. We'll we'll bring it up, of course, in episode nine. Wacko. Yeah. But uh, there's a couple names in there. Go ahead and watch it. Leave some comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash slash you podcast. Uh, Instagram slash you underscore podcast. 
Um, there's a Facebook group you may join, and please, there's an option there to, to suggest movies. We're we're mostly targeting the years 1977 to 1988. There's a plethora of movies during that time frame. If you are on, listen, if you listen to us on iTunes or if any other fucking form of the <laughs> podcast, you can listen to us slash you on. Yeah. Will you like review us? Will you yeah. give us like your actual stars or, or give us your comments? Because we we want to be we want to keep it real. Five stars really helps the show out. Yeah, it does. Reviews and, uh, help. We're uh, doing it for you. Yep, and share it with your friends. If they like horror slasher movies, if they like true crime promcast, probably not the yeah. fucking one to share them with. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, I know I'm speaking for Andy when I say this. Uh, thank you so much for sticking with us uh, yeah. through eight episodes so far. Yeah. Welcome. Sorry, this one went a little heavy, but tough shit. Yeah, th- this is there. This was a heavier. good one. Yeah. This was a good one. Yeah. And as always, uh, we can't thank you enough. Yeah. And as always, welcome to Slash You. Yeah. And um, I don't have something funny to say, right? He's not saying keep on slashing. Slash away. Because we got in a fight about it, and now he's got a black eye. You can't see it. I'm just kidding. That would never hit him. Andy's he's adorable. He would never hit him. All right. Bye. Later, everybody. Bye.